understand what throwing off this garment means. It means that I'm throwing off my past. I'm throwing off my, my, my current situation. I'm throwing off the labels people have placed on me. People of God, we need to remove our outer garment. We need to throw off the, the garment of shame, the garment of guilt, the garment of defeat, the garment of depression, the garment of lack, the garment of feeling inadequate, and be free. Manifested Glory Worship Center. Kingdom focused, kingdom minded, kingdom living. This is the Rama Talk Podcast, and you're listening to Pastor Damon C. Johnson, founder and senior pastor of Manifested Glory Worship Center. If you have your Bibles, turn me to the book of Mark, Mark chapter 10. This is where we're going to rest. Uh, amen. Mark chapter 10. We're going to be reading verses 46 through 52. Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation today. You are more than welcome to follow in any uh, translation that you have in your Bible. Amen. Mark chapter 10. Amen. Verse 46. When you get it, please type in, I got it. Amen. If you're still turning, say, hold up. Let's get there together. Amen. No problem. The, listen, we're in the New Testament. Matthew, Mark is the next book. Luke. Amen. If you get to Matthew, you're real close. If you get to Luke, you've gone too far. Mark chapter 10, verse 46 through 52. And the Bible reads this way. It says, then he reached Jericho. And as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, many, of the, many people in the crowd yelled at him. But he only shouted louder son of David have mercy on me when Jesus heard him he stopped and said tell him to come here so they called the called the blind man cheer up they said come he's calling you Bartimaeus threw aside his coat jumped up and came to Jesus what do you want me to do for you Jesus asked my rabbi the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, go, your faith has healed you. Instantly, the man could see and follow Jesus down the road. Let's stop there. My sermon title is, I will not be silent. I will not be silent. People of God, every person and everything comes to a breaking point everything comes to a breaking point and it has to get to the point where you've had enough of what you're going through to say I am not going to be silent about this anymore the political and racial and overall health of our nation is in jeopardy and we can no longer remain silent this message is a relevant message about Barnabas, but about us too today. The thing I've learned that in this season, we can't afford, people of God, to be silent. Our text is about a blind man named Barnabas. It's fascinating to me that we know his condition before we know his name. 
The Bible says that we know his circumstances before we even know his name. People will often try to identify you by your pain and not your purpose. They'll try to identify you by your past and not your destiny, by what you've been through instead of who you are becoming. And even though his name was Bartimaeus, it's really not even his name. Understand that Bartimaeus only means the son of Timaeus. Understand that Bar means the son of. Like you have Bar Jonah, the son of Jonah. Barabbas means the son of the father. So Bar is just uh, the son of, and then his father name was Timaeus. So not only is he known as a blind beggar, he's known just as the son of Timaeus. And oftentimes, people of God, we find ourselves in this situation we find ourselves that we're identified by our circumstances. And here's the reality of the situation, people of God. It may that you may have gone through everything that people said about you. You may have auditioned and got the job for whatever you applied for. You may have gone through the process. But I thank God that no matter what you're going through or what you've been through, that's not who you are. Oftentimes, people will try to label you. And as a black man in this country, I've been labeled and identified as a thug, as lazy, as rebellious, as aggressive, as threatening, as unlawful. But I thank my God that he doesn't see me like others may see me. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, I realize that I've been made in his image and after his likeness. My church is very familiar that I got to go there since I'm here. Let's look at Genesis 1, Genesis 1, 26. Look what it says here. This is the Godhead, Elohim speaking, all three parts of God speaking here. Look what he says. He says, then God said, let us make man in our image and according to our likeness. And let them, when he says man, he means mankind. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over all the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God says, I want to make a, 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 a lord in the earth, a landlord. Uh, and, and he made mankind. That's why we're called, he's called the Lord of lords because he wanted to make landlords that will govern his creation in the earth. And when he wanted to make somebody that looked like him and in the image of him, let's go to Genesis 2.7. Genesis 2.7 says this, and God and the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Let me pause here. Understand what that means. We know that he made Adam. Adam's name means dirt or ground. Ground or earth, rather. So Adam was a dirt man. We all know that Adam was formed in the rich soils of Africa. And if he made Adam from the dirt of the ground, Adam had to be the same hue of the ground. That rich, dark soil in Africa. Don't you ever allow somebody to tell you you're less than. You are made in God's image and after his likeness. Amen, lights and walls. You're not no thug. You're not rebellious. You're made in the image of God. And if anybody tell you otherwise, they are a lie. And that lies from the pits of hell. You are made in the image of God, and that is lighted with your dark skin. Amen. Do I need to continue to prove this to you? I can stay here all day. 
The Bible describes Jesus as a man with dark. His, his feet was the color of bronze. His hair was like wool. We have to understand who we are as a people. Not discrediting anybody else, but for so long we've been told the wrong thing and been, it's been the wrong things preached from the pulpit and I will not be silent. Not a day long and not when people are telling us we're beneath when we know we are above. When people try and tell us that we're less than when we know we are made in his image and after his likeness. Hallelujah. Pastor, stay holy. Let me get myself together. Let me get back in this text. This is who we are. And we have to remember who we are, but we also, people of God, listen, have a responsibility not to live up to what they say we are. We have a responsibility not to live up to any stereotypes. So we know what they're saying, but we can't live up to it. We have to walk in opposite of that. We're not thugs. We're not criminals. We're not lazy. We built this country. And so we have to be careful by listening to the propaganda and then living it out. We have to make sure that we're walking in, in the glory that God has given us as people. Hallelujah. And again, this is not a message that anti-anybody. We just got to talk about who we are. We got to realize who we are and stop, stop believing the false narrative, what people are saying about us. Hallelujah. All right. Let me get to my text. Here's the thing, people of God. Here's the good news. Even if our past is tainted, and even if we have had some rough beginnings, the beautiful thing is our God specializes in transformation. He specializes in transformation. He changed Abram to Abraham. He changed Jacob to Israel. He changed Simon to Peter. And he changed Saul to Paul. Understand, he specializes in transformation. The Bible says Paul wrote that if, uh, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away, and behold, all things are new. Barnabas was not only blind, but the Bible says he also was a beggar. Understand, so that means he was in a season in his life where he had to seek things from people he could not see. And understand what that means. That means he had to trust and depend on people without seeing. And for so far too long, people of God, we've been in the same boat, not seeing people's intentions, not seeing their motives, not seeing their plans and agendas, and just walking blind through this life. But I thank God that he's a deliverer of those who can't see. And my prayer is that we will open up our eyes and see who's really in our corner. See who really has our back. Hallelujah. And not fall for propaganda and props. See, anybody can hold up a Bible, but do you know what's inside of it? Anybody can stand in front of a church, but you know what's going on the inside of that place. And people of God, we can't fall for the propaganda and the props. Hallelujah. We got to stand firm on what God has already said about us and not let people discredit us because of our circumstances and our predicament. Let me deal with our text. Hallelujah. Jesus shows up, and Jesus sees a blind man named Bartimaeus. Let's read it. Let's go to our text. Mark chapter 10, verse 47 and 48. The Bible says, When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, 
he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. I want you to see this, people of God. I want you to get the visual of what's happening with this scenario between Barnabas and Jesus. Jesus, son of David. Jesus, Jesus, son of David. Now let me pause them here. I want you to pay attention to the scenario here. There's a blind man named Bartimaeus. The Bible says he heard Jesus was passing by. And when he heard Jesus was passing by, he began to cry out to Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, there was this large crowd following Jesus, and when they heard Barnabas cry out to Jesus, they tried to silence him. Isn't it amazing that people are not in your situation, and they're not dealing with what you're dealing with, yet they want to silence you? Can I talk about it for a moment? See, even in this country right now, there are black people who are afraid. They are afraid of, of vigilantes. They are afraid of dealing with police. They're even afraid of what they're dealing with in their own communities. There's fear on every side, and there's a group of people saying, be quiet. They're not in our predicament, but they're telling us to shut up. Now, here's the thing about Barnabas. Now, they're not in his situation. But yet they want to keep him in his predicament because they want to keep him silent. Like Barnabas, I won't be silent. I'm not going to allow things to keep going the way they are. That doesn't mean I need to take on, but we need to make our voice known and tell people we're no longer going to stay in our predicament. We're no longer going to stay in our situation just because you don't want me to say nothing. See, here's the real reality. See, to them, Bartimaeus is embarrassing them. And some people in our country are embarrassed by our voice because it reminds them of their tainted past too. And so they are embarrassed by what we're saying, but we have to let them hear us and see us. Let me continue to let you see what happened here with Bartimaeus. For God so loved Jesus, the son of David, that he gave his Jesus, only begotten Jesus, son. That whosoever believes in Jesus, him in me shall mercy. not perish, but Jesus. have everlasting life. Jesus. For God came not to destroy the world, but that the world Jesus, might have son of life. David, have mercy. Jesus. I am the bread of life. Jesus! I am the good shepherd. Have mercy! I am the door, the way, and the life. Jesus, son of David, have mercy! Jesus! Wait. Wait. Who is that called? And let me pause him here. Gotta, you got to see this, people of God. He's, Bartimaeus is in the crowd. He's by himself, which means he's a minority. The crowd is the majority. And what's happening is 
the, the minority is trying to get his voice heard over the majority. And here's the thing. The louder that they got, my God, the louder Bartimaeus got. He was not going to allow the voice of the majority to overshadow his voice. And so he says, I, am not, I don't care what they're saying. I don't care they're telling me to shut up. I am going to get Jesus' attention. People of God, we have to open up our mouths, and we have to begin to declare that I will not be silent. I need you to pay attention to this because Bartimaeus was trying to speak over a crowd, and he got Jesus' attention. Actually, Jesus stopped because of Bartimaeus. But you got to pay attention to this. The crowd was following Jesus. So if, if, the, if Jesus stopped, so guess what? The crowd stopped. So all eyes are now on Bartimaeus, Jesus and the crowd. People of God, do you realize that all eyes are on America right now? The whole world is looking at us. The whole world is looking at the African-American community in this country. We got Jesus' attention and the whole world's attention. Let's see what happens with the exchange of Bartimaeus and Jesus. Move, move, move. Bring, 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 bring him here. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Let me, let me pause here again. Let me pause here again. Because, because the same people who was trying to silence him the same people who was trying to tell him to be quiet, Jesus says, bring him to me. Now they're like, oh, yeah, Jesus wants you. Let me read it to you. Let me read what they said. Let me read it to you. They said, they said, uh, when Jesus called the blind, they said, cheer up. Come on. He's calling you. So now, now everybody want to be on the bandwagon and say, the same ones who told me to shut up, saying, come on, let me lead you to Jesus. Let's see the exchange. What, what is it that you would have me do? I, I, I want to see. Now let me pause here. Bartimaeus acts for sight. He acts to see. Isn't it amazing that this crowd was not dealing with his situation, yet at first they want him to be quiet. Now that he has Jesus' attention, now, the same ones who told him to shut up had to lead them, lead him closer to Jesus. My God. And understand what's happening here. People of God, understand what's going on in our text. Jesus stopped to get the word stopped to attend to Bartimaeus' needs. Jesus stood still, and everyone around him stood still. Jesus mo stopped moving to make a move. My God. And understand that he's about to move in Bartimaeus' situation. He wants to move in your situation, and he wants to move in our situation. Verse 49 of our text, let me show you again. Verse 49 says, and Jesus stopped and says, tell him to come here. So the blind man, they call, he called the blind man, he says, cheer up. And they all said, he's calling you. Jesus shows up. He gets Bartimaeus' attention. But the Bible says that he threw off his coat. He threw off his outer garment, his coat. Understand what throwing off this garment means. It means that I'm throwing off my past. I'm throwing off 
my, my, my current situation. I'm throwing off the labels people have placed on me. People of God, we need to remove our outer garment. We need to throw off the, the garment of shame, the garment of guilt, the garment of defeat, the garment of depression, the garment of lack, the garment of feeling inadequate. And be free. Jesus asks Bartimaeus a question. Let's see what he asked. What would you have me to do? I, Jesus, I want to see. So let me stop here. Bartimaeus said, I want to see. So what is Bartimaeus saying to us? He says, I want to be free from my condition, free from my situation, free from the labels, free from, be, from codependency, free from the need to be validated by others. I want to be free. And so Bartimaeus asks for sight, but that's freedom. And people of God, we're not only asking for the same thing, we're demanding the same thing. We're demanding freedom, freedom from the stereotypes, freedom from oppression, freedom from systematic racism, freedom from fear, freedom from betrayal, freedom from the false narrative. Jesus said, Bartimaeus wants to see. Let's see what Jesus said to Bartimaeus. Your faith has made you well. I can see. I can see. Thank you, Jesus. I can see. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. I can see. So let's look at this. Suddenly. The Bible always says that God moves in the sudden moments. Some translators may say instantly. It's the same thing. Instantly, this man received his sight. So we have to understand something, people of God. The Bible says that in, in Acts 3, that the faith of the lame man gave him instant strength. Now the Bible teaches us that Barnabas, because of his faith, the blind beggar, he gets instant freedom. And so understand that in both scenarios, it required faith. And so if we're going to operate and overcome the, the things that we need to overcome, we need to have faith in God. We can't keep, keep saying, you know what, we're, we're, we're just going to stay and, and, and hope for the best. No, I have faith. See, hope and faith are not the same thing. Hope is, is, is look what the Bible says, that faith is the substance of things hoped for. So we understand that they're not the same thing. So we have to have faith, not only faith, but faith in the one who could deliver us all. And even in the midst of what we're going through in our country, it's a rough time because we're facing a pandemic and civil unrest. But in the midst of that, my faith is not wavering in our God. He knows all. He sees us. I will never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. We have to trust him. The Bible says that right after that, after Bonamaeus received his sight, the Bible says he leaped for joy and, listen, followed Jesus. So let's see. Jesus leads him out. Now, here's the funny thing about the scenario. The ones who was following, yeah, they, they're all happy now. But they're all following Bonamaze as he followed Jesus. He's now following Jesus. Understand that in the beginning of this chapter, Bonamaze only could hear Jesus. Now he can not only hear Jesus, he can see Jesus, and now he's following Jesus. And people of God, all because he would not be silent. 
This would have never happened if Bartimaeus would have remained silent. He would have stayed in his predicament if he remained silent. And people of God, I declare that over us. If we remain silent, we will stay where we are. If you're ready for change, we have to open up our mouths and no longer allow ourselves to be silent. Now understand, people of God, what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say we should be destroying our neighborhoods. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that we should be uh, fighting amongst each other or fighting anybody else, but we have to make a stand. We're going to make a stand now while the world has stopped and looked at us. While we have their attention, we have to make our voice be known that we will not be silent. But as a body of believers, not only will our, not, our voice will not be silent in the streets, but our silence will not be in his house either. We have to make sure that we're giving God what he's due in the midst of our trouble, in the midst of our circumstances. We can't allow the circumstances to close our mouth and not say to God, you're still not worthy. And so out there, I will not be silent, but in here. And I will not be silent. I will always worship you. This is my testimony. As long as I am breathing, I will always worship you. Even in your homes, just say that with us. That's our declaration. And I will not be silent. Ah. I will always worship you. Long as say, as long as I am. might be somebody watching this live and say, Pastor, I've never accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And today I realize all that's going on in the world, I need refuge. I need a, a, a safe place that I can rest. Let me tell you, the Bible says he's a strong tower. And we can run in and be safe. And I want, I want, I want to offer you Jesus today. If you've never accepted him, here's your opportunity. If, if, if you're over here watching this, listen, I'm going to just say a prayer with you. If you say this prayer with me, then listen, today will be your new birthday. You'll be saved. Say this with me if you, if you need Jesus. If you need salvation, say this with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you as a sinner. And today, I realize my sin, and I want to accept Jesus and his sacrifice. And so today, Jesus... I give you my life for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. It's that simple. If that's you, just, just let us know that you got saved today. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, let me do one more thing. Let's say you're watching this live. You say, Pastor, I've been watching you for some months now, and I don't have a church home. 
and I like your church. I, I, I haven't been there physically, but I like what you guys want, and I want to join this church today. If that's you, you want to partner with us, listen, we, we'll extend the, 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 the right hand of fellowship with you and, 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 and welcome you into this house, this church. If that's you, just type in and say, that's me. Amen. And we'll welcome you into this church. Amen. Hallelujah. Even via uh, alive. Amen. And if that's you, let me just say this to you. Father, I thank you for adding to the fold. Hallelujah. And, Father, I pray that the favor that rests on this house, let it rest on their house in Jesus' name. If that's you, welcome to the family. Hallelujah. We thank God for you. Amen. But let me also pray. Pray for everyone in the sound of my voice. Father, I thank you for your people. I thank you that you're removing God's pain and your past. They're throwing off their garments of their past. And they're living, God, for you. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that they'll be free from fear, free from anxiety, free from depression, free from loneliness, free from lack, free from labels, free from, free from all of the things they've been hit with, God. God, that you will a hedge of protection around them in Jesus' name. And when the enemy come, tries to come in like a flood, you will raise a standing against him in Jesus' name. And I claim power over your people in Jesus' name. Amen. If you can receive that, come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Let's just say it one more time. Let's just say it. And I will, and I will not be silent. I will say I will always worship as long as say as long as I am breathing I will always worship you listen people of God we're not only going to activate uh, a plan that we can start re-engaging with our congregation. I shared on Thursday night we're going to plan something real soon for you, a block party where we're going to come in the parking lot and have fellowship and a service in the parking lot of the church. I'm, I will be looking out for that. We're going to do that real soon. Um, and then also we have Thursday night Bible study. Tune in with us 7.30. Amen. To get a word from the Lord. And listen, people of God, we are, we are, we are strategizing. We are planning not only how we can start re-engaging as a congregation, but how can we do our part with social justice. And so we are planning some some activities that we're going to to engage the community, to engage the police department, to engage those who are who are decision makers in our community, so our voice can be heard. Because we will no longer be silent, not only not as a people but as a church. MUWC, our voice will be heard. Amen. And so we're going to do all of that. And I pray that you will be uh, not only um, in link with us, but support us. But you will participate in some of these things. Listen, people of God, I love you with the love of the Lord. I I know that God is protecting us. I know that He is keeping us. And my prayer is that you. Can you to walk in faith and not be silent. Amen. Until next time, I love you with the love of the Lord and operate in peace, operate in love and know that God loves you and so do I. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Raymond Talk Podcast and don't forget to like us on Facebook. Thank you again for listening to the Raymond Talk Podcast. Hope you join us next time.